Hi, welcome to Widow Too Soon. This is Michelle Bader. I'm sitting here with my friend and co-host, Mark Bizarro. <laughs> I just had to for old time's sake. How's it going, Mark? <laughs> I'm good. We're back. We're back. back. There's both of us. Back Lucky audience. Back. All right. All right. We yeah, I didn't know I knew that. Wait, did you? Widow Too Soon is back. All right. Wait, this is fixed. <laughs> but you know so, so close so uh, close just went too many bad. syllables I know. I know but we're back there's actually we're somebody back. to talk to rather than my computer screen right doesn't it feel weird when you're just sitting there because I did a podcast two of them before we did ours together and it does feel weird when you're just like pouring your heart out <laughs> like, is there anybody there Yes, it is weird. And uh, fortunately, I'm used to uh, like sending like Marco Polos. If you you don't know, it's like a video app. I know, you know, but just Uh saying in the audience. But um, so I am used to recording myself. (laughs) But yeah, it is weird. And it's just it definitely doesn't have the same flow. So glad to have you back. Yeah, glad to be here. So what's uh, what's been going with you? Uh, Well, let's see. Um, okay. So I did go to my girlfriend's state and girlfriend. visit her, nice. my girlfriend, my girlfriend. Hey. and, uh, that was, that was good. Um, nice. it was a little difficult for her, which I anticipated that it was possibly right. going to be. Um, but, um, you know, of course, of course it was, this is, um, you know, I went to her hometown where she was, yeah. you know, lived with her husband and everything. Right. And so that's different than her coming and visiting me where I don't have any memories with Lacey here. And so right. like, I actually anticipated that it might be difficult for her and it was a little bit. And so, you know, she had some grief and um, we talked through that and it's just really nice uh, having somebody that understands when mm-hmm. I have grief and yeah. also um it's a blessing for me to be able to tell her like, Hey, like, seriously, like I get it. Like, don't, don't stress yourself out about how it's making me feel like it's, it's fine. But, um, it it was just, it was an interesting experience for both of us, but it's a growing experience. And, um, but we, we still had a really good time. Um, Mm -hmm. but just, you know, I felt bad for her that there was some grief. Um, but you know, she eventually would like to be uh possibly be a guest on here and so I will yes. share a lot of these things to have for questions for her and not try yeah. to speak speak for her um but you know that was something I did uh, and uh that's been going on and actually I've uh made a big decision that uh, yeah. I'm hoping that a lot of you in the audience wouldn't mind praying for me about um that I've taken a uh, I made a decision uh to take a new career path um, and I'm going to become a real estate agent. That's I awesome. have um, enrolled in, in a course and uh, actually have a, um, a woman here who became my friend. Um, she sold me my house and um, she's just really, really nice lady. And um, she actually helped me um, with what I need to do and all that. And um, so it, it's really neat. And uh, so I'm excited about that. I started the yeah. course today. I got, you know, about an hour and a half through it. Um, but it's like a 90 hour course and then I got to take the test. So, yeah. um, I will need prayers, please, that I yeah. not only will, um, retain information well, but will do well on a test and, yeah. um, you know, but it, it seems to be the right thing. So anyways, I've had, you know, some stuff going on and been, uh, really enjoying my fall mornings drinking mm-hmm. my coffee outside some of nice. you follow me on Facebook and probably saw my post um but uh yeah so I um have been just really enjoying that the sun is my friend and not my enemy <laughs> yeah like uh, on these morning. cold mornings it was like it was like 41 degrees I think when I woke up this morning yeah so yeah nice cool. anyways so Michelle what's mm. been up with you I mean I don't know let me think um I got engaged so oh, that's cool yes I did I am so excited it doesn't even seem real I, wow. Okay. So some of you might've seen the video. I put it on our widow too soon page of me like jumping up and down. Cause that was like, oh, you my, put it there too. I, didn't I see did. It. Yes. I'm like, I just wanted to share this as inspiration. Like I never thought I could love again. And here I am. And I shared the video and a lot of people told me that it inspires them and it helps them give them hope for the future. So that's why I'm going to share a little bit. I'll share my story. So what happened, if you haven't seen it, you can go to our widow too soon, Facebook page. I'll put it on the Instagram one too. 
And so I can tell you some background before that moment. Um, I literally jump up and down like a little girl. Like I, it was not like, I didn't even think about it. It just happened. I was so excited. I didn't think the ring would be ready. So it was like a total shock. I mean, I knew we were getting engaged. We've been looking at rings actually for a couple of months and we had looked at, I think 17 stores. And then I was like, I know somebody really great. So if you guys remember, I've shared the story about how Luke bought me a diamond right. Uh, we picked it up 10 days before he passed away. And it was like this big, beautiful thing. So I knew this jeweler that was super great. I'm like, why don't we talk to them? And they were amazing. And this is something really cool. Like I've actually had all this for a long time, but I couldn't talk about it yet because I, the world didn't know we were going to get engaged, but now everybody knows. So when we first started looking at rings, I think it was July. So a few months ago, I actually had grief. Like we, mm. after like the first store, we had to sit down. I had tears in my eyes. I kept flashing back to this moment with Luke when we looked at rings and Joel was super patient and like, listened to me. And then he's so cute to be like, let's go to the arcade. Let's go do something fun. And we just totally like, just went in that moment and moved forward. And then we talked about, what do you think? I was like, what do you think about if I took my wedding band from Luke and we put it with, you know, our wedding ring? He's like, I think that's a great idea. Like, he's the one who said it would be very, like, it would show like his love for you and my love for you and that he mm. took care of you. And now I'm going to take care of you. And I love that idea. So we didn't end up using that what we did. Cause it wouldn't have looked the styles didn't go together with what I wanted now, what I had. And so we took my old wedding band to the jeweler and I said, can you take these? They were like little tiny diamonds. I'm like, can you take these out and put them in my new ring? And they said, yes. And so there's like a bottom section of the ring that has little diamonds and those are all from Luke. And so I think it takes a very secure and confident man to be fine with giving me, yeah, diamonds from my first husband. He's like, this represents his love for you and my love for you. And it saved him a little bit of money. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) There you go. That's really why he did it. I'm obviously just kidding. (laughs) He's like, boom, recycled. He's like, yeah, we could use some of those diamonds. Can we use some of the gold too? Yeah. No, and just to be clear. (laughs) I'm just teasing. People I think have been mixed up. Like I did not, that ring that he gave me right before he died with the diamond, that is saved for Haley. Like that one did not get touched. Like that is still there for her. And so it wasn't that diamond. It was the wedding band. And so anyways, I knew that we were having this made. And I just like, after I did my part, like what I wanted, I kind of left it in his hands. And right before we were going to this trip where we'd go to Laterno University, which is where we met like 20 some years ago, um, he had told me just, you know, the ring's not ready. And I was devastated. It wasn't my finest hour. I was like super sad, but then we went and he really didn't have the ring. <laughs> like, he's like, I wouldn't have put you through that. Like I really didn't have it. And then I think it was like the first day we were there. He got a text that it was ready and that they could overnight it like Friday to get it there by Saturday. And so him and my best friend Deborah was there and they had this whole like secret plan. Um, <laughs> like she picked it up from her aunt's house, gave it to him when I wasn't looking. And then they kept talking about, we were at dinner and they wanted to like get dinner to go. I'm like, no, I want to stay here. And then they're like, we want to go look at the stars. There was like one more alumni event going on in at the college. And I was like, really, you guys really care about that? And they're like, yeah, I'm like, whatever, <laughs> let's go. And then we got there and they're like, no, let's go to the soccer field, which is right next to it. And Joel's like, let's go kick around the ball. I'm like, okay. I mean, he likes doing stuff like that. Like, all right. So he's like out, we're like looking for a soccer ball apparently. And then he was like, which field did you used to play on? And this one or that one, like this one. And then I like, I think I turned for a second. And then when I turned back around, he was on one knee and Mm. um, was like, I was like shocked. And then I see Deborah over to the side videoing me. And he was like, will you marry me? And I was like, what? And then the video, you guys have to see. Actually, I'll put a link in this description because it's just, you got to see the moment. I'm like, are you kidding me? I kept saying, are you, because I didn't think the ring was ready. And he opened the box. And the ring was there, like <laughs> my exact thing. I'm, yeah, over and over. Are you kidding me? And I'm like jumping up and down. He's like, no, I'm not kidding. He's like, William, I'm like, yes. And then later on in the video, he goes, I didn't hear yes yet. He was still in shock too. And I'm like, yes, <laughs> yes, I'll marry you. And it was just so beautiful, better than I ever, ever, ever dreamed of. And then we we FaceTime my parents, we FaceTime the kids, and it was just a beautiful wonderful on cloud nine moment and then i'm telling all these college kids who don't care i'm like we just got engaged <laughs> and like they're like sweet they're like whatever <laughs> whatever and it was just exciting and that was already a full day like 
we ran a, a 5k at 7 30 in the morning and we went to a barbecue and a couple barbecues that day it was just like a super full day a couple barbecues yes we went That's to one awesome. at school and then we went out to my brother was there with some of his friends i don't know we didn't eat that one we just hung out we played croquet and like did they have stovetop and... stuffing at both of them they did not mm-hmm. do you remember <laughs> those commercials no what are you doing it was like Okay, do you remember stovetop stuffing? I know what that is, but that's like a okay. Thanksgiving thing. Yeah, it is, but it was just, there was uh, these kids that were like plotting how to get double. <laughs> He's like, okay. all right. He's like, stovetop stuffing at my house at six, your house, 730. Anyways. Nice. Okay. I, get so I just thought of that now. when you said two barbecues. I was like, dang, yeah. let's yeah. take an advantage. I love it. Yeah, it was, it was super fun. Like the whole day, it was just like a dream. And then like, ending it with that and just like yeah then taking a million of course then Deborah's my I'm like you're a photographer taking pictures all over campus and then I'm like the next day when we were dressed up after church I'm like we need to take pictures and then at church um Joel's introducing me to everyone as his fiance and I was like yes fiance 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 I was just saying it all different ways I was just like fiance you're my fiance it was just amazing and so I've been engaged for one week and one day and I've already started looking at venues and planning and we're looking at a March wedding and we're off and running and it's just like a dream come true, which kind of leads me into the topic of our podcast today called Engage. I never thought I'd be here again. Mm. And that's like, I want to talk about that. And I want to talk that about- That was probably how- the best segue we've ever had in right? this topic. <laughs> that was great. Like, yeah, because it's exactly what's going on in my yeah. life. And I want to talk about some of the feelings and just kind of what has been happening, you know, since I got engaged, leading up to it, some of the grief that it's brought and just where I am today, because a lot of you are probably where I used to be. A lot of you, where we used to be in this place of like, man, I remember, I remember people saying stuff, oh, you'll marry again. Well, I'm like, I don't want to. Like mm. I had this, like, it sounded horrible. Like it sounded absolutely awful. I don't want anyone else. Like, you know, it's like, if I can't have Luke, I don't want anybody, but God changed my heart where I could still, it's like this beautiful thing. I still could love him, but open up my heart to someone else. And Mm. so I keep being brought back. So at church, the next day after we got engaged, it was all about you. You're either in a trial, you, you are about to be in a trial or you just got out of one. And I just kept remembering, I feel like I just got out of a major trial of, you know, Luke dying and figuring out my life. And um, I keep being brought back to the grief retreat I went to two months after Luke died, where I felt like God literally spoke to me and gave me a vision of me, like running across this field and God saying, I'm going to, I'm going to redeem and restore everything you lost in your marriage. And I'm going to bring you back to the joy of your youth. And like, just thinking about that from where I was then. And at that point, I didn't ever want to get married again. It was still too soon to even think about that for me personally. But now I was just like in awe, just thinking about that moment compared to where I am now that how did God do this? Like heal my heart in such a way that I'm not only like loving again, but I'm thriving again. I am back to the joy of my youth. If you see the video, you see it. Like I'm jumping up and down. I'm so excited. But yet I'm still so loving Luke and he's a huge part of my life and my kid's life. And to be, it's such a hard thing for people to understand. And that's why mm. there can be judgment sometimes like, oh, you don't love your husband anymore. No, I got to start saying late husband because I'm going to have two husbands. <laughs> like I usually just say husband. Now I got to say late husband because I'm going to have a current husband. But the first grief moment I felt after being engaged was the next day. And when I was saying goodbye to Joel at the airport and kind of like crying, walking away, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to have a husband. I don't want to lose another husband. I can't, I can't have a husband. I don't want to lose another husband. And it was, I had to like, you know, quiet that and no, we can't live in fear, but it was like, it's better to um, have loved and lost than to never love, love again or love. You know what I'm saying? And same thing. It's better to love again and lose again, possibly than to never love again at all. And so I'm just trying to go forward with that and not live in fear and, you know, not let that cripple me from taking this next step. And, um, it's just been quite the process and journey, um, to get here. And 
you guys, the listeners, you've been, you've been through this whole journey with me and just to see where I came from. You can go back if you're newer, go back to the first few episodes. Both Mark and I were much different at that point, much more in grief than we are now. And you're on your own love journey. And it's just so like mind blowing to think about where I was like in 2020, like right after Luke died to where I am today in 2022, looking forward Mm. to getting married again, combining lives. And it's just like something that has really been stirring in my heart to want to pour out into widows more who are in that first year, especially, and who are just feeling that, that such sorrow that my life will never, ever be joyful again. And anyways, that's like me talking a lot. (laughs) And like, I know, no, okay. you know, where you're at, you're, you're in love again. And what, like, do you have grief moments when you are, I mean, just let's talk about your, like your journey also, like, where are you at? Like, do you have grief when you're with her? Did you have grief and you're, you're not there anymore? It was kind of like, what has the journey been like for you? Mm. Uh, Generally speaking, no, I don't have a lot of grief from being with her. I've had grief while being with her. Um, mm. And, but there is something, and, and, you know, you and I are come from different places on this, but there is, uh, there's something incredibly powerful um, about her understanding what it yeah. feels like to, right. to lose somebody that you love so much. And um, that like allows us to have this really, really deep connection. Yeah. Um, where just kind of like everything is okay. Like anytime that she wants to talk about her husband, there's just no threat. Anytime I want to talk about Lacey, there's just no threat. Um, and I know Joel is a very secure person, so this doesn't apply to him, but there are a lot of people I've heard stories where when they start dating again, that people are, um, they can't handle being with somebody widowed because they don't want to hear about your late husband or your late wife. Yeah. They're like, but you're here with me now. I don't want to hear about it. They just don't understand. Yeah. And, um, you know, that would have been very difficult for me and the Lord knew what I needed and I yeah. needed, and, and she did too. We both needed somebody who was widowed because, um, so anyways, that being said, yeah, I have, um, I have had grief, um, like in the beginning more so there were times where um i had grief because she had grief right and that was kind of interesting because um you know we we realized that we can't go back in time and that that she had this whole life with her husband before me and i had right. this whole life with my wife before her and we can never really be that for each other we're never going to um raise kids together in the same way or right. you know what I mean right and so yeah. those things at first I I didn't really know how to um I didn't really know how to like navigate that at first right. and then I just realized like um oh yeah like I could just be open and honest with her and yeah. she is like really really great at understanding and I try to be that way for her too that like Anytime she's having grief and she's apologized to me before for having grief. And I'm like, you don't need to apologize. Like, and I keep reminding her and I, this is something I want to re- remind everybody in the audience too, that um, don't ever apologize to anybody for your grief, even though we all, you know, I still do it, but like, this isn't something that you did. This is something that happened to you. And I don't like the word, I don't like using the word victim. Cause I feel like it's like overplayed a lot. but you truly are a victim of your circumstances. This is something that happened to you. Mm -hmm. So don't be sorry for the way it makes you feel. And um, so something that also I think has been really important in my relationship is that we lost our spouse in different ways. Right. And um, I think that's very important because not only do we have the understanding of what each other has been through, but it also allows us to have a lot of empathy for one another. It's not like we went through the same thing Right. And that we feel this, um, any need to wonder who it was harder for. Mm. Um, let's say we both lost our spouse in a car accident. There might be this, I don't know. I've never been in that situation, but there might be this feeling of like, well, it, you know, at least you, you don't have to think about the fact that other people also died or something. I don't know. I don't know what that might look like, but 
it's just so opposite. And, you know, I won't share her business, but for her, it was a, a sudden loss. Yeah. And, um, and so it, it's interesting. My friend, Chris, uh, gave me this analogy that I just loved and thought was so beautiful as, as he and I were talking, um, you know, one thing I love about talking to him, even though he hasn't been through this, uh, he never, he's never shy about talking to me, but he's never, he's, he doesn't try to like, um, be fake with me. He's always yeah, real with me. I love that. Yeah. He goes to that level with me and he can talk about the darkness with me and, um, doesn't shy away from it or get weird. And I just love that. Um, and so you would think that this wisdom came from somebody who's widowed, but he said, you know, um, I was talking to him about my girlfriend and I, and the differences in the way we lost our spouse. And he said, well, you know, it's interesting because for you, it's like somebody slowly ripped a bandaid off of yeah. your off of you and it was just slow and it was like ow 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 uh-huh. ow and you yep. you felt you know a constant pain as the band-aid was being pulled off yeah but for her it was like rip ow and then it was True. a big scream you know and um how do you say which one of those is worth they're, no. they're both they're both terrible right <laughs> um really good and so i really it. liked yeah. it yeah it was just such a good analogy and um i told him i was stealing it I was gonna yeah thank you that with people on here yeah i thought that was I think really people are gonna relate brilliant. to that a lot yeah yeah and uh so anyways all that being said is that um no honestly you know i was in the same you and i were in the same place because we knew each yeah. other back then um we both where, you know, the idea of like dating again was like right. so foreign and weird mm-hmm. and just like, no, I don't know. I don't, I remember yeah. telling you, or you told me, I don't remember which way it went, but we were just saying like, um, gosh, the idea of like getting to know somebody right? again, uh-huh. like, I don't even want to do that. I don't have no. the energy exactly to get to know somebody again. Like, I don't care. Like, I don't, I don't care what your favorite foods are. I just, <laughs> I didn't have the energy in my heart to exactly. like, ex- to like, I would be like, this sucks. She doesn't even know. I like, don't like beans. Like, right. you know, that's like Mark 101, you know, <laughs> right? like, no corduroy, no beans. Those are my no like, dancing, no I dancing. Mean, <laughs> especially, wait, what have you had to I wear corduroy, dance. eat beans and dance? Boom. Well, that's basically like, <laughs> your worst that's basically like, uh, I got left behind, you know, kind of a feeling like wait, you really you don't know, like corduroy. I hate corduroy. I, hate, no, I don't mind like the some. look of it. I, I can't it. stand Joel the touch it. of it. Oh, okay. I like, no, I think it's, uh, I think it's a very like quality, good fabric, yeah. but just touching. Oh. Like, like, a velvet. like right I now, like my velvet. hairs are like oh. standing up, like on the back of my, it's kind of like the nails on the chalkboard corduroy oh. does it. But that's so velvet. my brother, mm. so, yeah, me too. Honestly, like they, um, the stuff that egg crates are made out of you know that the foam oh yeah okay so my brother when I was a kid he used to tort he was an older brother um his way of picking on me was he would pin me down you know with his knees on my shoulders yeah and he had this piece of corduroy fabric I don't know how he got it (laughs) and he would chew on it oh I was like Ah! that's so weird it was the worst (laughs) he would just be giggling like chewing on this corner and it didn't bother him but he knew it like oh just wow i almost need to like pause this episode right now because like talking about it's just like making all my hair stand up so it's kind of a weird thing gosh i've met one other person um it's my sister-in-law's dad who does not like who feels the same way about corduroy that's interesting um i've met a few people that don't like beans but that's my other thing anyways going back to the point so you and i talked about that that was very difficult the idea of that was very difficult for us um to get to know somebody again now i have so much joy and Mm -hmm. gratefulness in my heart it doesn't mean that i miss Lacey any less it doesn't mean that i love her any less um but this you know, my girlfriend, she's amazing. And she makes me feel really, really excited. Mm -hmm. And she's so sweet and thoughtful. And it's just so nice to talk with somebody every day that asks about my day that cares about my feelings that encourages me that tells me that she thinks I can do great things. And she thinks I'm smart. And she thinks I'm talented and all these different things that just make me feel incredible. And I like, I don't ever want to go back to the life of I was feeling really worthless 
um, before mm-hmm. I met her. I remember I was on dating sites and nobody would respond to me. And what was, <laughs> was wrong with me? Like, am I that bad looking? Like, like come on. Like, wait, wait, I, let's, let's, let's tell the story again. Was it like a guy? What was that story? Oh, what, the, the guy, well, the guy did say that I was like a perfect spooning I'm <laughs> sorry, we're past that now. You're happy now. It just, it's, it's funny. It's funny. <laughs> I said, I said, thanks, Bear. No, <laughs> no, but yeah, I, okay. So in all fairness, somebody did respond. Actually, well, he didn't respond, just to be clear. That wasn't a response because I did not message him. You reached out to him? <laughs> hey, to each their own. I don't right. judge other people, but right. um, that's, that's not, not that's, that's not, not me. Thing. Yeah. Uh, I definitely did not reach out to him, but um, you know, apparently, you. apparently I'm the perfect spooning size. You know? <laughs> I was so curious. Okay, this is a total random side note. I really wanted to change in my profile um, when I was on a dating site and say that I was like six foot two yeah and and see if anything was different yeah (laughs) that's interesting I I couldn't help but you know wonder if it was my height but anyways (laughs) I digress um yeah no so anyways now I'm babbling but um anyways it's uh no it's it's a tremendous blessing to be with somebody yeah and um to, you know because I went from the point of bringing up the whole dating site thing is um I was starting to feel very like worthless and um it's hard to explain but it, women generally I don't think have this problem when they go on dating sites um but there is something very insecure feeling about reaching out to people over and over and Mm. over and over and not hearing anything back, like not even a hi, hello, I'm not interested. Yeah. Uh, But just literally hearing nothing. It is something that really attacks your psyche. Yeah. And really makes you think that there's something wrong with you. Yeah. And now I think looking back, now that I've met this amazing woman, um, I think God was sending all my messages out into thin air because they weren't the ones for me. Yeah, I was um, protecting you. Like I think he was from the wrong and, uh, people. But you know, I I don't I don't miss that feeling of you know. Mm. Uh, so I do. So I think God was allowing me to go through that, so I would remember and appreciate how amazing it is to have somebody again. Yeah. That you know, even though we are have some dis, excuse me, some distance. Um, that I don't know. It just it just helps helps like keep me so excited about her because she's so nice to me Mm -hmm. and um I just like I really appreciate her so much because um you know I mean there's not only because she she's so respectful to me and so sweet to me and so good to my kids um but also because like I just I remember what it felt like to not have somebody that thinks you're special, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if that makes sense, but no, like, it, it just kind of, you know, it, it helps to go through different seasons of life to appreciate what you have, you know, oh, for 100%. instance, um, and then I'll give it back to you after this, but no, this, to, this is a very, very important one that um, it's very interesting. Now I was, I, what I would consider to be an excellent husband to Lacey. She was an amazing wife. We loved each other and adored each other immensely. Um, But I think I have an even deeper appreciation and and not about the person, but um, there is just something, there is something that makes things feel um, like you don't get hung up on petty stuff when you've gone through when you know what it feels like to lose someone yeah. that you love so much, all of a sudden yeah. you don't care about the same things that you cared about. You just yeah. want to show incredible patience, uh-huh. incredible grace, incredible love. And um, now Lacey and I had that figured out pretty darn well, honestly, we had an incredible marriage. Um, I miss it every day. Right. And so it's not saying anything like, Oh, I didn't appreciate her. And now I do appreciate, but there's just something about losing someone that means so much to you. Yeah. That makes little things feel insignificant. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, if, if something, um, if my girlfriend and I, we have a little, you know, disagreement or whatever you want to, which hasn't really happened, but I'm just saying like, there's just this part of you that's like, oh, who cares? Just, you know, be like, be like Elsa and frozen and let Let it go. go. Let it go. go. We are so good. 
you know anyways yes that's so good it's can't true. hold it back can't anymore, anymore. oh we're like kind of harmonizing almost that was close yeah if, if, if two untrained singers can do such a thing <laughs> i'll just play drums in the background you can sing. <laughs> no. so anyways the, that's my uh my 50 cent on all of that so yeah. I wanted to point out, because um, I know both of us had talked about this when we didn't know who we were ever going to meet again, is like, how are we going to meet them? Like dating apps, this or that. Both of us met our people in unconventional ways, which mm -hmm. I believe is totally God. Like just to review for you, um, our fans out there, our listeners, Joel and I went to college together. Like I graduated 2001 from college. So like a long, long, long time ago. No, no, no. You're giving away your age. Oh, I mean, um, 2011 or 11, 11, <laughs> it was 2011. Um, and like we, it's weird. Cause like I kept up with a lot of people from college, but we totally forgot about each other. Like 100% forgot. We weren't even on social media ever. Like, I don't know. We just didn't ever think of each other. Um, we were friends, but not like super close in college. And then one year ago in July, it was like, I'll comes across Facebook, someone you may know. And I was like, John, do I know him? And anyways, that's how it started. I became his friend and then reached out to him. And then we started video chatting and kind of went from there. And so that is like crazy. And so people are always like, how am I going to meet my person? People asking them, like, I, you know, the best way is like, God's going to arrange it. Like whoever, whether mm -hmm. that is through a dating app or it is through whatever, but to stop stressing and I know I've talked about this before but I remember my best friend Deborah saying to me like when I was really in the like really upset and I'm like how am I ever going to meet someone it was like I was ready to meet someone but I didn't know how and like she's like stop like put down the pen like God write your love story mm, and that's when that. it it was really soon after that that Joel and I started talking and so it's just this beautiful, beautiful love story that you don't have to do it. Like if you, and you may never even want to get married again, but if you desire to get married, God knows the desires of your heart and he will bring you your person in his way, in his timing and to not force it. Mm. And would you like to um, review the audience? I think we've shared the story, right? Can you share the story? I, I haven't in I haven't in detail. Real, oh, I mean, it's up like to you whether you you do or not. Like, I, yeah, I yeah. can't remember if this was like okay to talk about. No, yeah, yeah. Mystery, it, I mean, it's okay with me, but okay. <laughs> I don't want to throw her under the bus. Um, which is another thing that comes from understanding, as I understand yeah. her desire to keep things private. Mm -hmm. um, I don't have any problem with that at all. Um, but yeah, so for me, um, I. I started realizing I was afraid of being alone. And, um, and so I started praying for another wife, not only afraid of being alone, but like, I felt bad for my kids. Um, right. I didn't want my kids to grow up without a mom and you know, all these things like just, I don't know. And so I started praying to God for a wife and, um, you know, that that's hard, but I started praying very specifically for what I wanted in a wife. Yeah. And, um, and then I felt God tell me while mm -hmm. I was on a dating website, the first time out of three, yeah. um, I felt him tell me like, get off of this site. I'm going to bring her to you and you're yeah. going to know when you meet her. Yeah. I felt those three specific things. Stop being on dating websites, even though I didn't listen to that. <laughs> um, I will bring her to you and you will know when you meet her. And I was like, wow, that's pretty you know but of course I started getting insecure when time started rolling by and I hadn't met anybody and so I was like are you sure you don't want me to like you know yeah on a dating website, meet somebody because there's a lot of people there that are single lord like yeah sure that's on. not what you want me to do <laughs> and um yeah so uh she she reached out to me and um and it was interesting because I felt so led to move to Tennessee and I didn't know why but I could get into that another time, but I start, I was feeling signs from the heavens Yeah, okay. that were so obvious to me that I was supposed to move here. And I was terrified. I didn't know why I was supposed to move here, but I felt it so strongly. And I kept seeing sign after sign, after sign, after sign. And these aren't just like, you know, Oh, I heard him talking about Tennessee in the news. Like, right. They were very clear, very specific, um, godly people would come to me and share a word that they had for me that they were supposed to tell me That's um, awesome and you know just a lot of things so anyways it was a month after I moved here that mystery girl reached out mystery to me girl. and 
it was interesting because she told me that she uh, thought it was really brave that we moved and wanted me to know that she was praying for me and my kids and that she liked the podcast and she listened and thanks for what you guys do. She was not hitting on me. She was not expressing interest in like dating me or anything. But wait, let's talk about this. But she did reach out to you and not me. So I think there's a little bit of a reason there. Okay. So, okay. but you know, but I'm kind of, I'm sort of, as most men, I'm sort of oblivious to these things, uh-huh. right? So I just, you know, a lot of people, you know, reach out to us or me or yeah. you or whatever, you know, right. I just didn't think much of it, but I did cross my mind. I said, uh-huh. oh, she's cute. I wonder, mm-hmm. no, Mark, I wonder. no, like no, be, no. be smart, you know? <laughs> and so it's interesting because she told me that, I think it was, she told her sister uh, about that she reached out and that, um, you know, that I responded, but that I hadn't reached back out again. Yeah. And she got the advice, like, don't reach out to him again. Like right. he needs to come to you. Uh-huh. And I'm already thinking, well, Lord, <laughs> if it's supposed to be, she's going to pursue me. Mm-hmm. and sure enough she didn't listen she didn't take the advice and she, she reached out to me again um and was a little more forward um in her which is like way outside of her character yeah um and she was a little more forward and uh and then you know I shared I shared some things that were she said how can I pray for you and I shared some things that were in my heart and then she she pretty much asked me if I'd be interested in dating her and That's I was like so awesome. whoa like okay okay um wow lord and you know i thought about it for a little bit and then um we we messaged back and forth and then uh i set up a phone call with her and as soon as i heard her voice as soon as i started talking to her i knew i was like okay it's time for me Mm. to pursue her now and um i've been in pursuit ever since (laughs) (laughs) i love it she's amazing and she's just yeah it was it's and it's um it's beautiful too, because, you know, I was, I was exactly like, she not only was literally like everything I've prayed for, mm-hmm. um, like everything it's mm-hmm. crazy. And so just the cool. exact kind of woman that I prayed for. Sorry. I yeah. my phone. Please silence your cell phone. I know. Sorry. <laughs> it's all um, good. We're used but- to it. She uh we're used to it. Yeah, everybody, everybody on the podcast. Like, change your ringtone, Mark. <laughs> no, it's been um, like forever. <laughs> uh, you know, people might identify me in the store if they see me based off my <laughs> ringtone. Anyways, um, so yeah, it was she was specifically what I prayed for, but interestingly enough, on the on the flip side of that, um, she was actually praying to God. She told me um in the gym that she said, Why can I not stop thinking about him? I don't even mm, know him. Love it. And uh, that's just like so sweet to me. And it is, you know, it's just uh, it's just so powerful. And that not only is she exactly what I prayed for, but I was the kind of man that she said was literally the only kind of man that could even allow her to consider moving forward um, into a new relationship. Mm-hmm. It took a man who was willing to show her great patience and. Um, was willing to allow her to keep loving her husband and right. um, to be very patient as she was walking through this new, I mean, just the first time we hung out together. Um, I mean, you know, we'd already been talking for like two months, uh, maybe a month and a half, something mm-hmm. like that. When we first mm-hmm. met up, you know, just we're all adults here, right? Like I really wanted to kiss her when, mm-hmm. when we first hung out, but I just, I controlled myself and I'm not shy. I'm not, you know, I wasn't afraid to, you know, in quotes, bust a move, you know, (laughs) (laughs) taking it back to the old school, you know, (laughs) but um, it just didn't feel like she was ready for that. And, um, and I could see she was interested, but I could also see her heart wasn't quite ready. And maybe I'm sharing a little too much. You Um, respected her. That's awesome. But, uh, and even that though was hard for her. And that was something that, um, you know, that holding hands with a man again after, you know, yeah. being married for 22 years, I believe, um, 21 years and 20, together, 23, I think, something like mm-hmm. that. Um, yeah, it's a long time. And uh, it was very hard for her. And um, so we got through that together. I talked to her. I let her cry. I, you yeah. know what I mean? I told her it's okay. We don't have to, you know, we don't have to meet in person. We can keep talking on the phone. And, and uh, it just took a man like, like me, like, and I'm not Mm -hmm. saying that I'm great. I'm just saying that 
because of what I've been through, it's given right. me this perspective um, that she needed. She needed the perspective that I carry yeah. of like, don't worry about it. Like, don't stress mm-hmm. yourself about it. So, um, so anyways, that's, that's our, uh, beautiful. our love story. Right. No, it's, um, and I needed somebody like her. I needed, I desperately needed somebody that, um, because if she came over and was insecure about me having pictures of Lacey, because I yeah. got pictures of Lacey all around my house. Right. I remember in, in a podcast episode, I talked about, do I yeah. hang pictures of Lacey yeah. back up? I decided, yeah, I'm yeah. hanging pictures of Lacey. That was my choice. Yeah. It wasn't because of what anybody else thought I should do. It was because I thought about it. I prayed about it. And I decided like, no, I want these up. Yeah. And um, she looks at them and she tells me how beautiful Lacey was. and um that she's so sorry for what I lost and she looks at the pictures and gets emotional and feels so bad for me for what I lost and um isn't insecure and so we've talked about that um if we ever get married that next to our wedding photo we would have a picture of me and Lacey and a picture of her and her husband I am special yeah because you know because we're both secure and that we loved somebody else greatly and we both understand she had an incredible love and incredible marriage also. Mm-hmm. And um, so we really understand each other well. And um, so anyways, that's uh, the that's Mark hour. Beautiful. <laughs> the Mark hour. And um, just once again, I'd like to remind you, if we had never started this podcast. Yes. Yes. All, never credit, met her. I all just, credit goes to Michelle. <laughs> just have to say it. So yes, yes. it's totally God. It's God's intricate plan. So. And that's the, I know, and that's crazy because, you know, the, those in the audience wouldn't um, understand it the way we do, but I was very reluctant to do this podcast. Like, yeah. I was like, work. no, Michelle, stop <laughs> asking. I don't want to do a podcast. Right. Like, Come we'll on, let's know. do a podcast. Let's do a podcast. Let's do a podcast. Yeah. And you're so nervous to share anything. Yeah. That's why. Well, it was, it was that I didn't think anybody would care oh, about yeah. what I had to say. I'm like, nobody that's cares true. what I have to say. And you're like, but what's the difference between you and somebody else that like podcasts? Exactly. And I was like, well, I guess just those people <laughs> think that people care what they have to say. <laughs> And then, and then God put it on my heart that I was supposed to do it. And I was like, okay, if she asks again, I'm going to say yes. And it wasn't even like two hours um, later, you were like, I always ask. so this is why I think a podcast would be good. Yes. And I was you like, okay, it. let's do it. Yeah. So yes. You so you get all the credit. Thanks. Thank God. But you know, like to encourage our listeners, thank God too. So I know. Little, little bit of God. <laughs> a little bit of God, it, like all the intricate details of where we are today. And I just like to share this, like even going back to the beginning of when I first saw your post on Facebook on the page where we connected and like God telling mm-hmm. me to reach out to you. And like, if that wouldn't have happened, you wouldn't know mystery. Girl. I know. I, mean, I know. It's just crazy. So it was God because he spoke to literally in church, spoke to me about you. And so it's so, I just want to use remember this that. to, yeah, to encourage everybody out there. God can write your love story in the most crazy, intricate, beautiful way that you have no idea. And so like Marcus said before, use the time to become the best that you can be when you're waiting for God to bring you that person. And if you have no desire to ever marry again, that's okay too. Or to date again, totally fine. And some people don't, but if you have that desire, like tell God, I have that desire. Would you please bring that person at the right timing and mm-hmm. help me to be the best that I can be in the waiting and um, not be so desperate to do dating apps. You know, I've told my stories too. I went on Facebook dating a little bit and there's some crazy stories and that wasn't how God was going to bring me my person. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hot mom. <laughs> but <laughs> the guy who wore the t-shirt that said, I love hot moms. And he was yeah. a little over the top. But, yeah. <laughs> anyways, like, I'll go with you to the grave. <laughs> I'll go with you to the grave. Say, you want to go? God, I gotta go. Yeah, it was just like one of those like over the top guys. I'll do anything you want. Yeah, but uh, probably yeah, that, that was who God had for me. That's called steroids. <laughs> yeah, probably it was like kind of that like yeah big buff kind of army like been in the arm. I don't know, but yeah, it, it wasn't meant to be. So. Man alpha male super alpha male yes yes totally so which just, you know what alpha males are not always a bad thing but just okay just, it's not always it's it the uh, the characteristics that come along with being a notoriously alpha male or whatever yes that yes. are kind of kind of funny to me anyways 
Yes. So the point is, I hope yeah, this sorry. episode encourages all of you who are in that place like I could never love again, that if that becomes a desire of your heart, God can bring you a beautiful love. But like, if we could go back in two times, two years and have a conversation between us, like, we would never believe like a future us like now could go back and talk to like two years ago us. We would never believe it. You're no. going to listen to the podcast. You're going to connect with someone through, you know, that you went to college with. It would just be like, what? like it just would be crazy yeah yeah and you know I'd like to um so yes you might like Michelle said you might be in the stage of this where you're like I'm never gonna get married again that's okay that's okay I I would like you to know that that's okay but also that being said um you might be um you might be the kind of person that knows that you don't want to be alone you might you feel like you want to be married again but you just can't picture like mm-hmm. Michelle and I were, we want, we knew we wanted to be married again someday, mm-hmm. pretty, pretty early on it for, there was a time yeah. where we were like never again, but pretty early on, I think for me, it was around three months yeah. where I knew like, like, okay, yeah. I want to be married again someday, mm-hmm. but I don't want to go through the process of getting yeah. to know somebody again. That was a phase. Um, if you're anywhere in those phases, just, just pray about it. Just pray about what you want. I, I literally like started going all like, have you ever seen the movie Weird Science? No. Where they, where they like created a woman in a lab. It's like an 80s movie. Anyways, like I'm, 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 I'm joking. It's funny. Yeah, it's total like, it's like <laughs> the same guys from like uh, Pretty in Pink. I can't remember mm-hmm. the kid's name. Yeah. Um, but it's like, that's that genre of movie. Weird yeah. Science. Dun, 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 dun. Anyway. I'll check it out. Um, these guys, these like kids, they like created this woman, right? Well, I kind of felt like I was doing that in my prayers, like, you know, because I was praying so specifically, like, I want her to be like this, and I want her to be a godly woman, and I want her to go to, you know, Bible, biblical references for, you know, when we we were having a discussion, I want her to think of biblical things, blah, blah, blah. I had all these very specific things I wanted, and that's okay. Like, you can pray, you can ask God for anything you want in Jesus' name. Doesn't mean he's going to say yes doesn't mean he's going to say no, but you can ask. And um, anyways, so I think that that's um, very important for if you're in that stage where you know you want to get married again someday, but you don't want to deal with getting to know somebody again, just pray that God is working it out behind the scenes. Oh, that's good verbiage. I like it. And uh, because look at, look at the stories we just told you. Yeah. We had no idea what was going on behind the scenes, but something was, if I would have never done this podcast, if I would have never met Michelle, if I would have never moved to Tennessee, I mean, just if, 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 Uh if there's 50 of these things, um, I would have never met this amazing woman who I'm absolutely Mm -hmm. in love with and can picture a future with. And uh, so, yeah, it's like, you just never knew what, you never know what God is doing behind the scenes. So you just keep walking forward in faith and trust and we are not examples of doing that well especially me um but i can tell you in hindsight that i should have been i should have been good because god was working it out behind the scenes and he's like he's probably just sitting up there with his you know his hand and his you know his forehead buried in his hand just shaking his head at me like dude how many times do i have to tell you like i got this and you're still trying to figure it out on your own i'm just picturing like he's watching my hot mom date like the guy like oh no i mean you're gonna what are you doing you're gonna have to sit through this guy talking about himself for hours because you're you're trying to make it happen yourself I mean, I never felt like God told me not to, you know, do the dating sites yeah. or whatever, but it just wasn't the path that he had for me. And I know people that have met on dating sites and that might be your story. And that's awesome. It might be. Yeah. Might and be. there's, there's good things. There's good things out there. Um, for sure. I know, I actually know people who've met on dating sites who have beautiful yeah, marriages. Exactly. Um, and so there's absolutely, of course, we're not, of course, we're not saying there's anything yeah, wrong with no. that, but just in our circumstances, God specifically told me, I felt it. I felt it. I felt it. I felt it. Get off of here. This isn't the way I have for you. Um, so that just means for me, you know? Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that's, that's just, uh, an encouragement that you never know what God's doing behind the scenes. And, um, that group that you and I met in, yeah. um, there's another girl, I won't say her last name, but her name is Kelly. 
And um, I just saw she got, uh, you might be friends with her too, actually. Um, she just got married again. Nice. I saw another like, one. Terry yeah. got married yesterday. Is that who you're thinking of? No. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's Kelly. Yeah. Uh, Kelly. Congratulations, Terry. I know you're a faithful listener. I saw you got married yesterday. Yay. That's but amazing. That's, Congratulations. Yeah, I love seeing those stories. It's so awesome. Yes, absolutely. It's beautiful because God makes beauty from ashes, right? Sure does. Sure. And uh, does. yeah, I, I felt very happy with this, watching this because this girl, um, she, she lost her husband. And then I think if I remember right, uh, she also lost a boyfriend shortly after. Oh my goodness. That's so hard. And now she just got married and awesome. I'm just like, good for you. Good for you. And she made this big post, big, beautiful post about um, that, you know, that her kids would ask her, like, if they'll ever have a daddy again. And, mm. um, you know, her kids are small, too, like mine. And um, I was just so I don't know, I was just so moved and so happy for her because it was just yeah. beautiful, you know, like she's, she's so happy. And yeah. um, it doesn't mean, though, but see, like us. OK, those of you listening, you get it. Yeah. People from outside this community don't understand no. they think that like if you can get married again it somehow means you didn't love your spouse right. or like you've said before the people have said to you oh well if I was in that situation uh, I could yeah. never date again like, it's like well that's know. easy for you to say when you can picture what it's like your husband coming home from work every day because he's still alive right of course you still feel that way but yeah wait you know if he if you lose him though and two years go by without you having him let's see how you feel about it then because yeah, it's really exactly. to say, oh, I would never date anybody again when you still have your husband that you're in love with that's going to be home in like an hour. You know, yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. of course, of course you would. Yeah. Of course you would say I would have said the same thing. I would never date anybody again if I lost my wife. But right. that's because I adored my wife so much and I loved right. our relationship so much. Like I didn't even think about anybody else. It was like, no, exactly. Like, you know, but OK, now she's been gone for, you know, a little over two years. Mm hmm. Yeah, like you start thinking about like how much I don't want to be alone. I want to be with somebody. I want to be in love again. I want to share my life with somebody and exactly. You know, share funny moments with, you know, because funny things happen all the time when you got little kids. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I got, oh, to... these kids are funny. Oh, wait, Anyways. did you want to share a funny moment? No, no, no. no, no I just They're no, so I'm cute. just I'm just picturing them. They're just always doing funny stuff. But... Yes. I was going to say, so I've, I've seen on widow page of people talk about like, do you invite in-laws to the wedding? How do you do that? And I just wanted to mm. share my experience that my mother-in-law has been amazing. And she's wanted to know, you know, I actually told her that I was starting to date before I was out on social media and told her about Joel. And she's been like, wonderful, like asking questions about him, all this stuff. And so I sent her the video last weekend of before I wanted her to see it before I was on social media that um, he didn't, he proposed to me and she was so kind. She said, I'm so happy for you. I love you. I can't wait to meet him. Mm. And it was just like this beautiful, oh, and save the date and that she'll be there, you know? And so that's awesome. It just, and you may not have that kind of relationship with your in-laws. I think it's, you're going to know in your situation, whether yeah. it's going to be, I kind of think um, in most situations, letting it be their choice. Like, you know, I, I would love for you to be at my wedding, but I don't want you to feel like you have to be there. But I think, especially if you have kids and it's their grandkids, they want to be right. there. It's such a big day in their grandkids' lives. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And so I, you know, I get it. And I think, first of all, I think it's very mature of both of you, um, mm -hmm. of you and of her to, for you to not hide from it. Um, cause it's hard. Right? I it mean, was, it's, yeah, the first well, conversation it, was hard. It's, yeah. It's uncomfortable because you mm -hmm. don't, you don't want to seem like you're disrespecting their, their child right. at all exactly. because they meant so much to you and yeah. you've, you've all grown together as a family, but I feel the same way. Um, that like, yeah, it would be hard for me to invite my in-laws, but only because I don't, I don't want it to be hard for them. And I don't you're want them to feel, yeah. I don't want them to feel obligated. Exactly. exactly. But so, yeah. so for me, it would come with a, Hey, like, just to be like, you got, I totally understand if, you, yes. if this isn't comfortable, right. But you guys are family to me. I love exactly. you. I want you to be there. Mm -hmm. And, um, I mean, honestly, my, uh, I gotta be careful what I say. Cause I don't want to like right. insult my, my mom, but, um, I'll just say my in-laws have been really wonderful to me. 
Right. Um, they've been really, really great to my kids. And yeah. um, I want them in my life. You know, exactly. I, my, I mean, well, I can say straight up, I can say my father-in-law has been the closest thing to a father I've ever had. Right. He really has been like a dad to me um, yeah. in many, many ways. And uh, I love him a lot. And, um, you know, you know, and I'll just say that um, my mother-in-law has been really, really great to me, really yeah. loves me, checks in with me all the time and has been really wonderful to my kids. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of where I have to leave it to not, you know, be insulting anybody else. But um, yeah, uh, so they're, they're the closest thing to, um, they're my closest family. I can yeah. say that they're my yeah. closest family and I love them a lot. And so I would want them to feel like I want them to be there, but yeah. of course, because I do, because it would be a big, important day for me. Yes. Um, and for my kids, like you mentioned, but I also have a ton of respect for the deep loss that they have endured right. and wouldn't want it to feel weird for them. And so, you know, it's just this, uh, it is kind of a strange thing. So anyways, I, I'm yeah. glad that you brought that up because it is, you know, you, you want them there, but you also don't want them to feel like they have to be there. Right. And I'm thinking that about, you know, other relatives and how, you know, my mother-in-law, we've had lots of conversations about Joel, but other people, like how am I, I, I don't want to exclude them because they're my family, but I don't, if it's going to be too painful, I don't want them to feel. So I think that's a conversation I'll need to have with each one of them. It's like, I'd love you to be here. I'll send you an invitation, but do not feel like you have to come because I know it could bring mm. up grief. So just kind of letting it be, you know, their decision. So, and let me ask you a question because okay. I know a lot of people wonder what they would do in this situation. And I wonder also, are you going to like, how are, what are you going to do with your name? Oh, I've decided to take his last name. Okay. And so, so no more Bader. Are you doing right. Bader as like a middle name? Nope. sort of thing. No, I am a hundred percent going to be ever soul. Um, that's, I, I get both sides of it because I have friends like, um, Stacy who's been on here, you know, she had both of her husband's last name, you know, that's right. Um, uh -huh. And I, I respect that. I think that's beautiful too. I just think it's a very personal decision. Um, the mm -hmm. only weird thing is like, you know, I talked to my kids, they're kind of like, we don't have our same last name. Um, but I don't know. I just, that's how I feel about it. I just want to take his last name. Like, I and that's like all I, that matters is what yeah, you think about it. I but I want like to know, I, how did you come to that? Did you pray about it? Did no. it just feel right? <laughs> um, I just feel like that was one chapter I gave. My, I was Rommel. That's my maiden name. And then I became Bader when I married Luke and I continued to be Bader. And I feel like this is the next chapter and I want to be what Joel is like. Mm. So that's just my decision. Um, to do that but you know I think for each person it's their own decision if you and Joel's been great about he's like if you want to keep your lesson whatever you want to do it was totally yeah. respect to that but he also likes it that I want to be the same as him so sure yeah I could uh, see it being either way I I and I feel the same obviously it doesn't apply to me mm -hmm. um but to my girlfriend um yeah. you know we we I mean just being real we do plan and hope to get married. Yes. Um, and you know, in God's with God's will and, and all that. But, um, and I've told her the same thing that like, I don't, I don't care if you want right. to keep his last name, be whatever, like it, it just, it's, it's up to you, you know, whatever you yeah. want to do. Fortunately, she thinks my last name is cool. So you'll probably, cool keep, you'll probably like keep it. both, you know? Yeah. Um, but uh, so, yeah, it is, but it is a very personal. And so I was just curious, you know, because I'm sure a lot of people wonder what they'll do in that well, situation you know, that aren't so many, there yet. So many fans between the podcast and my books, I will keep my pen name slash podcast <laughs> name. No, like for real, I'll, I'll keep it yeah. on here because that'd be like kind of confusing. Like, oh, you have a different co-host? <laughs> no, <laughs> I think... <laughs> Huh. That's well, it. like I on our little that. picture that says our names, I think I'm gonna keep it. I thought I thought through these things, and okay. then because I have written books as Michelle Bader, I think if I write another one, well, I might do a hyphen for that. I don't know yet when I write another book, which mm. I do plan on doing. It's confusing to be a woman. I'm sorry. I know, right? <laughs> I don't have to so, think about that. I'm like, my name stays the same no matter what, <laughs> right? And then there's like my daughter. I mean, granted, she's 16, but she says she's gonna always keep Bader because I was daddy's and that's special to her. So. Mm. 
but you know, it might be different when she like is engaged, but that's her thought right now. That's her, it's special because it was her dad's and she wants to carry that on. Of so, course, yeah. You know, so it's like each person in their own situations can decide what works for them. It doesn't have to be just traditional and the way people think right. it should be. But that's how I came to my decision. And like, I just like, I couldn't wait to become Michelle Vader. I can't wait to become Michelle Eversole. Because but it doesn't rhyme with Vader anymore. I know. And Mater. <laughs> I know. It's a little more complicated. It's longer. I go down in the alphabet. Just a few. Now um, going down in the alphabet is cool. No, but like I'm not in the beginning anymore. Like I was B. Oh, I you see. Know what I'm okay. I didn't. Yeah, I, yeah, meant, yeah, like, yeah. I was thinking, from, of, I was thinking of your maiden last name for a second. Oh, yeah, R. yeah. No, I was R and then B and then I'll go to E, which isn't that much different. It's so. not that much, but yeah, it is. Yeah. Just okay. a tiny bit. But I think I'm still in the same category for like potlucks, A through E, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. It might be A through D and then you're just. I know. Screwed. And then, and then you don't get to E. And it's all Joel's fault. I know. But it's mine because I'm choosing to take his last name i know i'm just teasing. I'm just i can't wait and yeah i'm well, so excited for you guys congratulations you. Uh, collectively you. honestly from from me and um from mystery girl and from all of our fans that i know would be saying it um i feel weird saying fans our listeners <laughs> it just feels so weird I'm like, I know. Gonna fans. Fans. <laughs> right but um from all of our listeners like congratulations you Thank have walked you one heck of a journey and I've seen most of it with you yeah. and um, I'm really proud of you and just and just grateful for Joel and um, happy for you guys and for your kids and um, you. you know just salute cheers to the cheers. next Thank next you. chapter I'm so so beyond excited like this doesn't seem real I mean it does but it doesn't it still like feels like a dream and I'm just so thankful like I'm just so thankful to God for doing this. Mm. Like this would have never happened. Only God can take your shattered heart after you watch your spouse die or don't watch, but your spouse dies and can put your heart back together to be healthy enough to want to love again, to expand, to love someone else, but still love them. I mean, only God can do that. Like there's no other explanation. And I think it's been really beautiful. Like people are very invested in my love story. Like people who saw the whole, like people have written to me, like I saw the whole thing, like from when Luke was sick to now. And they love seeing that and seeing me happy again. And yeah, because they've seen you, you know, it's not like the people on TikTok who talk a bunch of garbage and say like, you know, like, oh, how could you be so happy? Well, they didn't see what a lot of us saw and even yeah. not even me, you know, even cause I met you, you were about six months when we met. I yeah. think. Mm-hmm. Um, but I saw you in depression and um, you know, going through grief a lot. And so, and so congratulations to you, Joel. Um, if mm-hmm. you're listening, you're just uh, an awesome dude. And I'm just really happy for you guys. And uh, Thank yeah, you. that's super and there's cool. There's just one more thing that we can go. It's just exciting too, like gaining another family. It's like, it just keeps expanding. It doesn't take yeah. away from Luke's family or my family. It's like gaining another family. I'm going to get four new sister-in-laws and another mother-in-law and father-in-law and lots of nieces and nephews. And it's just exciting. Um, I even started a group chat with the new sister-in-laws and mother-in-law so I could keep them up to date on all the wedding stuff. Cause I knew like, if I just let Joel tell them, I was going to get lost in translation. And so I'm like <laughs> sending them pictures when I look at venues and talking to them about the dates and you know, all the stuff. And so that's yeah. been really fun too, to get to know them a little bit better and just like, oh my gosh, cause I never had sisters. So sister-in-laws mm. are like sisters to me. And so it's just exciting to as my heart is expanded to love another person, I'm loving another family now. That's so cool. It's just this beautiful, beautiful journey that only God could do. So anyways, we've talked a lot about this. Thank you listeners for being on this journey with us. And thank you fans. I mean, fans, thanks fans (laughs) for being on this journey with us. Um, anyways, anything, anything else on this subject? Um, no, just we're really happy for you. And uh, I know a lot. I know it's I know it's um, encouraging to a lot of people. Um, and, uh, you know, just I just want to add, though, that like if you're not there, like, don't worry yeah. about it. Like, totally. don't feel like there's because I remember it was like a thing. Just don't feel like there's something wrong with you because right, you don't sure. feel like um, you're not ready to, like, even consider dating yet. That's OK. Right. Like, yeah. that's more than OK. And um it's just entirely up to you. And I know a lot of you know that, but there's just some people I know I've, 
I've read posts when I used to be in widowed groups that people would say like, I see all these people starting up new relationships and I just don't feel ready for that. Like what's wrong with me, you know? And right. Um, so I just, just in case anybody feels like that, there's nothing wrong with you. And um, as Michelle would say, you do you. You do you, boo. Oh yeah, you do you, boo. So all of you do you. So do you yes, wanna- Yes, all of you do you. All of you do you. Do you wanna close us out in prayer? Yes. Uh, right, let's do it. Lord, I'd just like to, um, I'd like to start by thanking you and praising your name for the amazing things that you have done Mm -hmm. and Michelle and I's life, um, just over the course of knowing each other, what you've really um, brought us through, um, the friendship that you've given us both. I'd just like to thank you for that. Mm -hmm. Thank you for Joel and for Mystery Girl. You know who she is. (laughs) Um, And I thank you for these incredible, incredible blessings. Mm -hmm. I pray, Lord, that you would be working behind the scenes for every single person listening. Mm -hmm. Um, And I pray that uh, you would, you know, listen to their hearts about what they're hoping for in this next chapter of life and um, that you would grant them the healing to be ready to move forward if that's what they want. And, um, you know, just all the things, Lord, I just pray that you would be there for all of us and and continue to bless us and, um, to just show us love in the way you have. And, um, you know, you, you really do give beauty from ashes. And, um, though we miss our spouses tremendously, you can provide healing to our hearts. Um, in, in a way that uh, allows us to have enough strength to move forward. And I thank you for that. And um, I would just like to pray that over everybody listening, as I know mm-hmm. um, a couple of listeners in particular, I'm thinking of that have reached out for prayers that um, I'm praying for them specifically, Lord, and for their small little children um, and that you would uh, comfort their hearts and, and help them in this very, very difficult journey and path. And it's in Jesus name, I ask these things and I'd like to pray for you to put and pour your blessings over Joel and Michelle in the coming months as they plan and prepare. I'd like to pray that you would um, draw them closer together as they draw closer to you. And I ask those things in Jesus's name. Please bless their marriage. And thank you. Amen. Amen. Well, if you like this podcast, give it a little (laughs) bing. Five stars, like I lost my voice, like right at that second. Um, rate and review it on Apple Podcasts, blah, 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 all the stuff. If you want to be a guest, we are still trying to coordinate a few that have reached out. Um, you can email us at widow2soonm at gmail.com on Instagram, Facebook, all the places. And um, yeah, I think that's it. So anything I think that's it. I think we've covered a lot today. So I think we did. I hope this um, episode encourages you and uh, we'll see you again next time. Bye. Yay, yay. Was that bye? Should I stop now? All right. Bye.